Hey everybody, welcome back for official episode one of season four of We Got Us titled Love and Happiness. So today's episode is going to be on something that the millennials hold near and dear and that the boomers tried to keep a secret but eventually came out on 23andMe and Ancestry.com. We are talking about the streets. <laughs> so our generation has a thing now where, you know, if you seem to be a bit more promiscuous, they say you're for the streets. Or if you can't seem to settle down, you're more of a rolling stone than you for the streets. And so today, the four of us are going to talk about what that means to us and if we feel like we belong in the streets. So real quick, I want to do a quick intro because there are some new faces. Um, some of y'all might be familiar with Ten. She was on our intro and we mentioned jasmine love but she's here officially now and so you know i want to give her a quick little little 10 seconds or whatever to introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about her. awesome uh, i'm jasmine love i am 28 years old i live in salt lake city and i'm super outgoing i'm outspoken i'm raw so and i may not always agree with the girls but i can stand my own like i can stand alone and you know, hash it out my opinions. And, you know, I'm excited for you guys to hear my outlandish, crazy opinions on some of these topics this season. So I'm excited. Yeah. And I'll just say, you know, she is near and dear to me. She's one of my best little friends. I'm gonna do a quick little plug. This is her shirt. Says the most disrespected is a black woman, Malcolm X. <laughs> She'll go to her little Etsy store and buy it. But um, she is really good people. Um, and as are my other two castmates, I'm really excited for this season. Really excited. So, Miss Tichelle, Miss Tin, let us know what do the streets mean to y'all? I want my sister to go first. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna just pass the mic. I can't even keep a straight face, so I'm gonna have a hard time going first, but. I love the topic of the streets. This is exciting. Um, for those of us who grew up in a really conservative place, there's like a little bit of nerves about talking about it in a public space, but excited. Um, well, when I think of the streets, I definitely think of folks who are, you know, free spirited, untethered, unattached, and living their best life. You know, hot girl summer, a lot of folks end up, you know, living the streets life. And I think that it can be, <laughs> this could be silly, but like it, in a way it can be empowering if you are trying to figure out what you like and who you like and trying to figure out the world of dating and you are, you're, you're exploring your options and seeing what's out there. I think it can be really empowering for women because a lot of times we, we didn't, we would always be called out of our name if we were like trying to see more than one person or trying to explore our, ourselves and who we are. So I really think that the streets can be a term of endearment, but it can also be not a term of endearment. The time that it's not, and this is my personal opinion, is if you are in a relationship, a monogamous relationship, or someone thinks you are, and then you're out and about. That's when I'm like, ooh, you need to let somebody know at least. But if you're 
exploring polyamory, if you're exploring just yourself and you're a single individual, I'm like, go for it. But the streets aren't safe. So <laughs> public health plug, you know, protect yourself. There you go. There you have it, folks. There you have it. <laughs> All right. <sis. laughs> so what when I what I think of personally when I hear the streets, I think of um the part of my memory and time here um that I do my best to block out um because it just it was not it um because we'll go into like if it's for us versus not of not us but um spoiler alert it's not for me um I tried <laughs> and it was awful but I um I agree with like it's very empowering for a lot of women it just doesn't empower me so I'm just I say you go do that and I'll be sipping that wine hearing all your like crazy stories but if it starts getting too crazy the wine goes back and the whiskey comes out so to me that's kind of what my experience has been because I don't do streets um but I a lot of the people that I'm close to and that I chat with do and things they've told me I'm like Again, public health, please be safe, guys. COVID, monkeypox, whatever, like the flu, mono, any, like just please just be safe, get tested frequently and just be aware of who you're, you know, being with and also be transparent. It's not a weird thing to be like talking about getting tested and all that fun stuff. Like, don't be ashamed of that. Like, be like, yo, I'm clean and I can prove it. Here's the paper. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm going to just full stop there. Let me even put the plug in that if you're going to be in the streets, you need to have that conversation. It's not a maybe do it. It's a do it. And if you feel like you can't do it, then maybe you don't need to be in the streets. Anyway, quick little plug. Miss Jasmine left. <laughs> what do the streets mean to you? Baby, you want mute, honey. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I jumped on immediately to the whole uh, in the streets thing, woman empowerment, like it's my body, I'll do what I want. My first year of college, when I came, I think I was like 19 when I first came to Salt Lake Community College. Oh, I was with it. I was with it. I, I had numerous hookups. This is so embarrassing to say this, so because I know some men like devalue women by who they, how many people they slept with, but whatever. Um, if she said three people or one person, she lying anyway, period. Um, nine out of 10, she lying. I don't care. I, I don't care. I went there. Um, so I feel like the streets is cool with the right people. I say you need to get to know the people that you're deciding to hook up with. I think that's via, valid, validly important, validly important, whatever y'all trying to say, but it's so important to know the people. And like you said, their status, like we have to normalize getting those STIs, STD checks, getting that blood drawn because there is sicknesses out here and you can contract something while you're having fun or casual sex. Um, I think the streets can be very dangerous. If you guys have been looking at all the women that go on these dates on Facebook dating app or um, what is it these days? I haven't been on dating apps since I had my son. Um, what's popular right now? Plenty of fish. You have Tinder. Bumble, Tinder. Honey fish, Bumble, Tinder, Hinge. 
yeah all those stuff I think we when we say like it's a hot girl summer we're gonna do what we want we also don't talk about the safety issues and that's a problem for me um because I think when I was doing my when I was in the streets I got caught up in the streets a lot of times I was put in very dangerous um situations that I think the the most high I got out of that I think a lot of women don't talk about when we're when we're talking about the woman empowerment of just, you know, casual sex and meeting people, it's different for men. And I think men have definitely, the misogyny has hijacked this woman empowerment of women doing what they want with their body. Men have definitely hijacked it. And men use that as a manipulation to get sex so easily from women. And I think it's kind of backfiring on us today because Nowadays, a lot of people can't even get a solid man and a solid relationship because these men think, you want to come over? You want to hang out? They don't even think that they can court you, let alone pay for a meal. So I, I, as well, although I think the streets is valid to learn and it's okay to have that woman empowerment, like I'll sleep what I want. This is my sleep with whoever I want. This is my body. We also have to understand that it may not be... I hate to be the pottery poofer. It may not be as logical to do that, be in the streets, just like uh, T was saying, like, it's not that hot to be in the streets. Like, it's not what you think it is. And I think, although it's good to love yourself and sleep with whoever you want as a woman, just like men do, you have to understand that men and women are different no matter what we want to say. Unfortunately, this is just the reality. So being in the streets is cool, but it ain't all that. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm for it. I think um for me, I've always heard a lot about the streets. They always looked real fun, you know, from the outside looking in. I always wondered what kind of streets we were talking about. You know what I mean? Like are we talking New York streets, Bourbon Street, like Broadway here in Nashville? Are we talking about a cul-de-sac up the street, you know, because there's levels to the street. Me, my speed, I'm more of a cold girl, you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, probably though. I think that, I mean, I, for me personally, saying that is what Tin said, I don't think the streets are for me. You know, I think that if you feel like it's empowering for you and you think that um, it will give you what you need, then more power to you sis but for me personally um there's there's incurable strands of gunnery and chlamydia out there and that's just enough for me to just watch from up the block you know (laughs) um but so jasmine brought up a really good point right like we're talking a lot about like for women what it means to be in the street for me i'm an equal opportunist Men can be for the streets too. As a matter of fact, the majority of the men I've dated have been for the streets. So, um, or people, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying it's, it's, it sees no gender. The streets see no gender because, you know, um, there, there's that saying, oh, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife, but you also can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Um, anyways. We have recently reclaimed the word hoe, as seen by Jasmine Sullivan in Hotels. Great album, great, great album. But when you all think about 
your adventures, your hotels. Jasmine told us a little bit about hers. We don't have to get too graphic because I don't want to hear from people's parents calling me like, you put my daughter on blah, 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 you know, or my sister, whatever. So y'all don't have to display everything. But when you think about your hotels or your time in the streets, what were they like? Do you think of them fondly? Or are you like, you know, more of a suburban girl, more of a, more of a Salt Lake City Main Street girl, you know? Don't all speak at once, but T, you can go. <laughs> Deal. All right. <laughs> it's fine. Um, well, I will say <laughs> I am a wannabe for the streets. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I want to be like in a in the safe sense, in the safe sense, because I feel like I've always been super cautious. I'm very non-committal. I for whatever reasons, hashtag therapy, but I, I want to be, I, I, I'm similar to like, you should kind of, I look and it seems fun. And I'm like, I want some of these stories and these adventures, but when it comes down to it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be on this app or I'm going to like meet this person. I'll tell 10, like I changed my mind. I don't want to go. Like I literally change my mind every single time. Like there's a, there's a couple folks who I've connected with and it was always great, but for the most part, I'm like, eh, I don't really, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't want to show up and have to pay for some fool's food. That happens all the time. Like I've just had really bad luck when I've been trying to date and been out in the world. And so I always talk myself out of it, but in my, like, in theory, if maybe if I didn't have, I don't know, maybe if I, I wasn't in, if I didn't have a roommate, if you guys know what I mean and who I'm referring to, if I didn't have, if I wasn't worried about safety, I don't know. Yeah. And I just have, so I want to be for the streets, but I'm not, even though like in theory, it sounds fun. And I just, I have bad luck. Like even when I try to be, or I try to just like meet someone casual and just date, no one ever wants to be my friend after for whatever reason my sister always explains there's like always more and I just I can't even figure myself out so I don't know I kind of want to be but I'm not but I will say uh Shekinah and my sister both opened me up to like different worlds and different ideas so when we were in Atlanta I was more I would have been in a heartbeat because mm. yeah, I, I was trying so hard to be for the Atlanta streets I was trying so both hard time. both of us it was thick in theory, we were though. We didn't act on it, but we were there. And Ten connected, like introduced me to some different apps. One of them was Hinge, and there's some really cool people on there. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Okay. Then, then, then. Okay. But the 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 few folks I've met recently are really awesome. They're really great, and you can really vibe on a different level. And rarely is an intimate because I'm like not a physical touch person at all. You can ask anybody I know. So I don't know. Mm. it's not for me Pen. what about you how have your experiences been so um for listeners that may or may not know me um so I was closeted up until last year <laughs> so I am out and lesbian and very much like for it you know and before that I had only ever had experiences with men and with someone who never felt any fulfillment in that arena and I'm very much aware of that but I know I, I 
I'm not saying I didn't like anything that I experienced, but um, from the array that I can pick from, which is not a very big array, um, there's, I, I, uh, it's less than two or two or less, I should say, that I'm like, that wasn't terrible. Um, but even to the point now, like being somebody who is a huge advocate for therapy, my therapist always is in shock whenever we go back and talk about closeted 10 because it's not fun. <laughs> um, but I, my experiences have just been, I was just trying so hard to fight the queerness inside of me. And so I was just trying so hard to be for the streets and try to find something because everybody that I knew was just, you know, in the streets, keeping it casual. And they were here for a good time and not for a long time. And I'm so like, I don't know what that means. Um, but, um, it wasn't, it's not been fun. Um, and I, I personally, from my journey, <laughs> I'm not for the streets. I'm very much just kind of like, I want to court somebody and I also want somebody to like, want to like court me back. Um, so I'm like match my energy. That's kind of what I'm looking for. And I kind of have always been that way. And so even back when I was in them streets, um, I was so overly safe that I was just like scared even to the point where I had, I will share one experience story just to kind of show you what it's, this is just kind of like the average of like the bizarre stuff I've experienced. Um, I hook up with somebody that I'm gonna leave nameless and um, they text me the day after and they had said that I had given them chlamydia. And so I had gone tested twice um and both times have gotten negative <laughs> and I like sent him like my negative results and he's like that's fake those are fake papers there's no way that's a trusted source and I'm like uh, I don't think young parent does like false negative for chlamydia that's not really a common thing for them um and I'm like I ended it twice <laughs> so it's just kind of like with like time in between so I'm really I was concerned but I was like you know what whatever fast forward three months later he showed up to my place of work mind you I worked at Victoria's Secret <laughs> and he waltzed in with a different girl and um, helped her pick out underwear and then came to have me check them out okay okay so baby your street was fresh <laughs> it's been there's just been really weird things that have happened that I'm like yeah I don't think it's a me thing I mean it's a, it's a me thing I am taking responsibility for like it ain't funny and I'm trying too hard and even then I'm like why am I trying so hard and so I had to stop trying it was a very short-lived hoe phase of mine I think it was like maybe two or three months and I very much blocked that as far back as I possibly can, because the things that come up where I'm like, oh yeah, that happened and that sucked. So I'm just kind of like, I'm even now like, I'm gonna shoot my shot. So if you see me and you're like, oh my gosh, she seems kind of fun. Hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Don't let your girl. <coughs> well, 
that's what I was going to ask you, but you pretty much made it clear that you're not looking for anybody's streets. Cause I mean, as we know, there's different kinds of streets, right? There's hetero streets and there's queer streets. And uh, I don't know what it's like in the queer streets, but some of the tales I've heard. Yo. Um, that's. I, I am a lesbian on several different dating apps. I'm on notoriously very like hetero dating apps. I'm on specifically queer dating apps and I have really kind of a mixed bag. I, I really can't even call it luck, <laughs> but it's it's a mixed bag. But a lot of what's big right now, not that it's like just new and popping, it's been around, but now it's just like so openly accepted um, and like normalized this polyamory train that I'm like, I'm a, monog- I'm a monogamy hoe. I'm like, I want to, <laughs> I'm like, I want to just like drive my my SUV with you and park and wash stargazing and then go and get cold stone and then be like, okay, you know what? It's like, it's late. We should go back where there's safety and go to sleep. <laughs> I need a shirt that says monogamy hoe. Right, you definitely lost me there. I'm a monogamy hoe. Yeah. Love like, that. Why, yeah, I'm like, I, if you got me, you got me. And so it's just like, you're gonna, it's like, prepare to be sick of me because <laughs> if I'm in it, I'm in it. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna be here for you and you better be here for me. But like, mainly I'm like, my whole concern becomes like, I'm about that person. And a lot of people are just like, queer and straight tend to not be about that very often from my experience. And if they are, they're just not like seeing my face or reading my bio being like, let's check into that. So that's fair. yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm gonna. I love that that for you. I hope you find your your cold stone (laughs) bag. Yeah. So we gonna totally on to Miss Jasmine. Hi, you guys. Um, sorry, I my phone had died, so I'm glad that I came back successfully. But um, gosh, where do I start? Um, I have had good times in the streets. The streets can be fun, you know. You're enjoying it with your friends. You're hooking up. You're meeting people at clubs. Uh, you're meeting people just everywhere, and you're just interacting with them. You know, it's it's always nice to be part of the streets like when you're young I think it's a part of like for some people uh, your womanhood development because I think you do have to learn what life's about what men are about and the only way that you learn these things is if you experience so there's like also like so much negative connotation like I was saying but there is some like positive things about you know getting out getting out there and experiencing life for the most part so tell me and, why um, positive things about the streets I would say two positive things is, you know, meeting different people and learning about different people and getting to experience life to the fullest. That's always really cool. Um, And then you may have some good sexual encounters. Let's just be real. Like, you know, you may meet some really fine, sexy men. And if you're okay with that one night stand, or if you're okay with that fling, I mean, you're okay with it. you know we have to do women I think it's important that we normalize that we have sexual feelings and that we we need or we have wants as well 
just as much as men do. You know, you see that fine brother in the club, you might wanna, you might wanna smash too, you know? And as long as it's equal and consensual, why not? Or that you see that fine lady in the girl in the club, you might wanna get to know her and she might be like, hey, you wanna come back to my house? And you might be done with it. And I think that's okay. But I think there is scary negative things in the streets too, that you have to be wary of because you know, everything that glitters isn't gold. I mean, not everything's gonna be beautiful while you're out here hooking up, meeting people because unfortunately there's some evil satanic, narcissistic people out there that are really going to prey on people like you that are, well, like myself, that I, when I was in the streets that I was very open. I was always down for things. I was always open to meet new people. And I love that about myself, but being in the streets, a lot of people ruin that for me. I'm not as open as I used to be. I'm not this wildflower anymore. Um, it, it definitely deemed my light. So I do all the ladies listening or ladies and men listening, just be wary of the, of the streets also, because there is darkness in the streets. There is people that are looking for vulnerable, open people like myself that maybe they seen that I was going through things why I was in the streets, you know, they could tell I was vulnerable at the time, or they could tell that I didn't have it together. Or maybe I was struggling mentally. Um, and people took advantage. Like, I'll tell you guys one story that I really don't tell a lot of people. Shekinah, I don't know if I told you, but um, I had met a guy off Facebook because I was just out there. I was, you know, I was dancing at the time. I was out there. People see me on my dance pages and around Slick. A lot of people knew me. Salt Lake is small. And I stumbled upon this guy off Facebook and we start messaging. He's super cute. He's this like six foot Hispanic guy. He's really fine. Um, he decides one night that's like, hey, let's meet up and I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting at home. I'm thinking in my mind because I'm kind of gullible at the time and um, I'm just trying to be the social butterfly. He made it seem like we would maybe go out to get some food, you know, I lived right in Taylorsville. So, you know, you got the mall right there. You got the theater, you got some places where you can get food at like 10 o'clock at night. You got in and out open. So I'm thinking we're just going to go get some food and we end up hanging out. We're outside my house and um, he starts to get really aggressive with me. Like he kisses me. I'm like, Oh, cute. You know? And then he starts to kind of grab on me really tightly on my wrist. And, um, I'm like, hey, like, no. And he's like, you should come in the car with me. Like, let's just go for a drive. And I'm like, mm, no, like something came over me and it was like, uh, not good. And so I'm trying to back out of the situation. He kind of corners me. Mind you, he's like way taller, bigger than me. And he kind of like leans me up against his car and he starts kind of grabbing my arms tightly and I'm kind of trying to push him off of me and he won't get off of me. So it's to the point where he's like kissing me all over and I'm just like trying to push him off of me. Mind you, I'm right outside my house. I could have screamed for my father, but I didn't. And maybe there's a reason why I didn't. Who knows if this guy had a gun in his car, if he would have got physical with my dad, my dad's an older guy, you know, who knows what would have happened if I were to scream for my mother and father. It could have been a worse situation. In my mind, it just didn't go there. It was like, hide this from mom and dad because they didn't want me sneaking around with men. They didn't want me sleeping around. They didn't, you know, of course I kept these things privately. And so I didn't want them to know these things. And um, so he pressed up, he, he wouldn't get off of me to say it in a nutshell. And he was, he wanted to sleep with me. 
clearly. So he kind of forced himself off of me. He kind of forced me in the car, not physically, but when I'm saying, no, 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 stop. Leave me like, no, I don't want to. And a person still kind of guiding you to their vehicle and grabbing on you. I gave in and I was just like, can we please use a condom? And it was like really weird because I seen his irritation, his aggressiveness. He grabbed onto my neck a couple of times, which was really abrasive to me, which I had to like act in fight or flight. I was like, okay, if I don't give it up, he's going to probably choke me out and rape me and take me in this car or like choke me out and make me go in this car or I can give in and just have sex with this person and get it over with. So that's what I did. And luckily I told him to go get a condom from the gas station up the street from my house. And he did. And it was very bizarre because it was very like dark and demonic. And then it was like really weird. Like he was trying to be nice to me. It was very bizarre. It was one of the most weirdest experiences I had, but it also woke me up because after that I was like, okay, you do not go in the car with people. You do not know. You do not go on dates with men past a certain time when it's dark. If you don't know them, you don't get in the car. Like it's so stupid of me, but I was so trusting and I always had good experience beforehand before this event that I felt safe. Yeah. And um, I let my guard down once and I trusted a person I didn't know and allowed them to know where I lived. Luckily he wasn't psycho enough to come back. Um, and I thank him for like sickly to say for going to get the condom. So I didn't, you know, I didn't get no disease or not. I didn't, you know, but that's when I like, cause I know I sound like a prude people that are watching for being like the streets are ugly, but they are ugly. And that's something that the music is not telling you. That's something Cardi B, Megan the Stallion, Nicki Minaj and them. They're not telling you that, but I will. It's not, it's not the greatest, it's not. And these are the things that they don't tell you is women are coerced to have sex with people they don't want to. Women are raped every day. Women are murdered by people that they meet every day. Black women are murdered like this every single day. I could have been murdered. Yeah. It took that much. So I think that's why after having my son and dealing with even my baby's father, he wasn't a great man either. And, you know, we were just hooking up then and dating. You have to come to a point, like you ladies, you guys are like, we're not for the streets, which I think is good because there's just so much darkness out there. Right. I think it's important to experience things, but also be cautious. You gotta really be cautious nowadays because you don't know people. And we feel like we know people because we can FaceTime and we can be on the computer and it feels like we're close to people with technology, but really you don't know these people. And you just, you really have to be mindful because although you want to experience your youth and your sexuality, you have to be careful because people use people that are open and that are these wildflowers. It, it sucks. And the, they will dim your light. These experiences will stick with you forever, unfortunately. And um, yeah. That's, you know, it, it's sad. Like I play devil's advocate because I do want young women to experience life and be like boys are like what Beyonce said, you know, women can't be like boys. You can't just, you know, do as you please. But, and I, I think it's unfair 
but also women have to be cautious, unfortunately. And I know that's really misogynistic for me to tell women, like, you can't, you shouldn't do these things, but it's so much danger that you really have to outweigh outweigh things and you shouldn't go with people you don't know, unfortunately. And that's the way we're dating nowadays. That's the way the streets work, unfortunately, for most of us, is meeting strangers. But I think that you bring up a lot of valid points. Sorry, we forgot to do a disclaimer, so I'll put it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I got so deep. I had to be real. But no, girl, no one was telling you not to say it. Okay. Um, And there's nothing to apologize for with that. But it was mainly to say, I think that you bring up a lot of valid points, right? I think all of you have, because when we think about the way that things work now, right, the streets is essentially just a hookup culture. And that's a lot of the way that um, dating circulates itself. Um, I would argue that it circulates that way across genders, across sexualities, period. Um, I, I mean, I can't, I can't say for sure, because obviously I run in like one circle. Even my, my um, interracial dating is sparse, but you know, so I think that that's a good point because I do think it brings up hookup culture. I do think it brings up the conversation of what constitutes as unwanted um, encounters, right? Um, I I really do appreciate the Me Too movement that has happened um, in the sense that it has brought to light what that can mean for a lot of different young girls and for a lot of different women, right? And I think that's very important because as I said at the very beginning of this whole episode, if you can't have a conversation about sex freely and openly, then y'all don't need to be out here having it. Um, Or I would argue you're not ready yet. Um, But I think, you know, I don't know that's a lot I get I think you gave me a lot to think about just in terms of your your experience I'll say for me um I grew up around my older brother and my father and my cousins and so um I constantly saw what it really meant to be in the streets and how different young ladies were being used right so I knew what the streets were about and I was like nah I'm good because some way it's going to get back to my brother, then my daddy, then my mom, like, you're just not worth it, you know, and even coming down south for the summer, like Tashelle pointed out, we went to Atlanta, I was ready to be in these Atlanta streets, I was grown when I was trying to be in these Atlanta streets, but the Atlanta streets didn't want me back, you know, so we can talk about that, but um, I don't know, I feel like my little splish splash in the streets, which is like a toe dip in there. Um, it was trash, not even noteworthy, just, you know, a waste of a conversation, if you will. Nothing ever came of it. It was just like, I immediately said no. I had Hinge, was talking to a guy, he was cute, but he was little. Then I was like, ooh, can't do it, you know, and then it, it's just a lot. We don't have to get into it this time. We can talk about it in future episodes. Yes, yes, ma'am. I just want to like clarify something for people that are listening and not watching. When you refer to him being little, you're meaning to his body size, correct? Yes, and his height. Maybe like he, okay. Sorry, me, I just wanted me, to clarify. Thank you. Thank you, because that is important. I feel let like- him, Let him figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. you don't gotta answer but like some people be trying to judge people for being like sizes for different things but I'm like I, love you. I don't think she meant it I don't want someone to like make her think I don't want to like have her put words and she kind of mouth. I'm like I don't think she meant that so I'm like I'm trying to help her so. yeah you know um I don't know how it's gonna come out but like I feel like you got to be too some to do some, you know what I mean? You got to be at least six feet if you're trying to talk to me. Cause like, we can't be the same height and you trying to yell at me and you look at me in my eye, you know what I mean? Or like, if there's a spontaneous fire, you can't even get me out the fire. So, you know, there are qualifications, which may put me in the sizest category, you know, but- um, Stop painting on the small guys. You know, we sizing up though. That's the thing. Cause like a lot of people want someone super fit, not me. So that's another thing. We can talk about this in another episode, right? But there's a range that you can date within that I figured out, right? My like algebraic equation. Like, so if you're a six, like a solid six, you know, not like a Utah six, but like a USA six, then like you can go down, you can go from six and below and you can go like six and a half, maybe seven up. But I don't see very many sixes with 10, you know? And I'm not, this is not a scientific thing, but I'm just saying that to say, like, that could be why I'm single right now. Because right now, as I stand at probably a six, because I refuse to go below a five, and my twosome to do some is definitely probably at a nine, 10, my equation's not lining up. So... You know. I mean, I kind of like them small, just to, uh, yeah. I know on purpose though, it's just the small guys always like me. I don't fucking know, y'all. I don't know. The tall dudes be like, nah, but the little dudes be like, yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Let me tell you, I went out to dinner with her and um, there, there were a lot that were like, hey, she was like, hey, I was like, Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what that even experience would be like like genuinely I'm just kind of like I can't even recall a single time in my life where I've been hit on which is fine I'm fine with that because yeah. I'm I don't think I'm, I'm also the kind of person where I'm like I'm not gonna go out of my way to do that but I'm also just kind of like I'm scared so I'm trying to work on that and having an extrovert as a sister helps so that's facts what are your experiences well, like being like hit on and stuff when it comes to like trying to get to the streets you know what I'm saying you know that brings up a valid point I don't know how to flirt at all like at all and I really don't even know if you're flirting with me (laughs) unless you come out and say like hey girl I like you let me take you out to dinner I'll just be sitting here this whole time like oh man he was really chatty seems like a real nice guy (laughs) So true. I'm the same way. I can't tell when they're flirting with me or like me. And then it's like, they'll talk to my sister about it, but not me. I'm right there. I like your sister. Why don't you tell me? It's weird. It's weird. I love it when people are like, so I really like your sister. And I'm all like, of course you do. Of course you do. And I'm not nice. Listen, I gatekeep my sister. She is a freaking catch. So I'm just kind of also like, I know what her intentions lie. So if you're saying, oh no, we that's cool. We can be friends, but you're trying to figure out how, how to like move from friend to like her man's and you're trying to be like, have this like hidden, you know, the whole like sneaky little brown over the agenda. Don't be doing that because that's an easy way for me to be like, 
that's not going to be a fun time for her or for you. So don't waste your time. Either be her friend or be like, you fun. And then go away. But pick one. But they're just kind of like, oh my gosh, after like getting to know her and spend time with her, she's like, she's a real one. I'm all like, yeah, duh, duh. Girl. But she, she don't want that. Let me tell you about the time that I took your place in trying to gatekeep for your sister in the streets of Atlanta. So, <laughs> to shell, <clears throat> excuse me, T, let me just preface by saying also, I was, I'm very somewhat worried about our survivalist skills because that could have turned into a youth situation real quick. Like, he could have been Joe. Let me start there. I was very worried for our safety. Anyways, so this man comes, let's call him Brian for the sake of my story. Brian comes and he just pops up at the restaurant that we supposed to be at. Brian recognizes us with masks on. So I was immediately like, oh, that's stranger danger, you know, because I don't, from here, you could be anybody. Sorry, recognize as in like, know your name? Like, yeah, he called her by name. He was like, oh. Is that you? I said, er. <laughs> so anyway, that was like a strike one. So he knew who we were. We go sit down at the bar till our table is getting ready. My man was insulting me the whole time. This is the worst day I've ever been on, and it wasn't my day. So we're sitting there, and he was like, Oh, I don't like girls with facial piercings and tattoos. I was like, Well, I don't know why you're looking at me because this she got all that. Like <laughs> okay also you're not dating me then he looks at her little profile and he was like yeah so tell me about yourself and she's telling him or whatever and you can clearly tell she is not interested but the thing about t thing about her is that she's nice you know she's never gonna say this isn't gonna work she's never gonna say that because she don't want to hurt your feelings me being her friend i will so I was trying, but I'm not a complete jerk. So I was trying. And the whole time, he, I, it was just horrible. He was insulting me, insulting her. He offered to pay for the meal. That was nice because it was a pretty hefty meal. So I was really grateful for that. But like the whole time, he was like, yeah, man, I really like her. She's a real one. I really, really like her. Really, really like her. I'm like, bro, we've been here for 40 minutes. <laughs> We've been, we've been at this table for 40 minutes. What is it? that And we've been in Atlanta for less than 24 hours. What is it that you really like? like? I mean, and it's not that you can't really like her because she's great. I love her. But like, sir, <laughs> you know? And then, and then he's like, yeah, man, you think you can help me with that? And he's like, oh, I'm about to go over to my mom's house, but I'm, I'll pick y'all up later. I'll take you over here to the trap. And he's like, no, sir, you won't. Not getting in anybody's car. <laughs> in one of the human trafficking capitals of this nation. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing here? Sir. Sir. If they don't find me within 24 hours, I'm lost. <laughs> sir. Dateline. I'll Gosh. say that to say. That was the dip in the streets. And that could have gone so sideways like this man could have followed people back to the hotel like he he could have forced us into the car like in jasmine you know 
scenario, like it could have gone so bad. But like, also, we gotta be selective about who we pick from the streets because he he may have looked okay, but um, I don't know. I feel like we gonna have to like ten. You gonna have to come with us on the next girls trip or something. Girl, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> But that's all I'm saying. Like, here's the thing. All four go. I'm telling you, when people are like, oh, the streets, oh, like, he looks so nice. I'm like, have you not seen any of the Ted Bundy documentaries? Everyone's like, he's so handsome. There's no way like him could murder somebody. Am I like, bish? We were this close to a Jeffrey Dahmer situation. I just felt it. (laughs) I was like, oof. I will say, though, if we go somewhere, we should go to Las Vegas. Girl, me and she kind of been talking about it. <laughs> yes. There's just beautiful people there. Locals yeah. and non-locals. I, I mean I don't I don't disagree, but um safely. I, Vegas is always fun. You could always meet like other tourists. So it's like have, it's always nice. I have day. a story from my Vegas, my my most recent Vegas trip with, with my girls. Um, so we went on like this Sin City bus, party bus thing that had like a pole and lights and drinks and stuff. And they just bar hopped for like four bars and you're like there for like four or five hours, right? Um, so <clears throat> there's this, um, there was this girl and she was on the party bus. It's kind of hard to mistake her because she was, she was like, this is my pole, Mike. She worked it the whole time. And I'm all like, she not ugly. And then the next day, from what I could remember at least, but also like, I know I was drunk, Great but I was not you. that drunk. And I'm like, this is her profile. And I'm like, I asked my girls, I'm like, is this not the girl from the bus? And they were like, oh my God, it's the girl from the bus. And so I like, you know, try to be like, okay, let's see if we can just match. And we did. And so I was like trying to be all cute and be like, oh my gosh, we've actually met before when I was in Vegas on that bus. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never done one of those bus things. Yeah. It's like, how do, you respond? how do you respond to that? Is that like, if you I mean, know you saw somebody <laughs> and you contacted them, but they were like, wasn't me how do you respond to that can you just help me for if it happens again which it might oh jasmine girl you're on mute girl i see you you better be like you're a liar i seen you don't play me ever again and it's your loss bye bitch call her bitch too don't be scared if she being a bitch she being a bitch it is what it is See, I take yeah, a, just I, tell her like it yeah. is. You said what? Tell her what? She said tell her like it is. And and then she uh, had the audacity to then respond. I'm like, oh, so my bad. I guess I didn't see you then. And she's like, it's okay, boo. I totally forgive you. We can still be friends. I'm like, no, no. See, because now you're making it sound like I'm making stuff up. I take a CIA approach to this, okay? As in, if I think you're cute, we talking selfie with you in the background so I can remember you. We match or whatever. Boom. Oh, you sure this ain't you? Uploads picture. <laughs> probably don't Weird. Remember. Probably, it's probably a, don't remember. The hard thing with that, all the videos and pictures we had 
it was so again all of us girls drunk off of our rocker in vegas um bar hopping and stuff and we're on a bus so it's all wobbly and they got the lights down and they got other lights flashing and stuff you can't see her face but like you can see her in the background so i'm all like what can i ask what was her persuasion what was what what was her persuasion was her ethnicity oh she was like us she was like melanated and beautiful she was tall some of the other persuasions um they love taking pictures that's their time girl it's their time to shine girl so you was with were like dancing on me so i'm like i know it was you oh confused so i i uh, it's like a petty thing that i'm holding on to so i'm like am i that ugly like i know that i'm like a universal like 5.3 but like, I'm we're, like, we're like seven. We're so all above five, so. bro. We're ain't nobody in in this podcast a, a below a five or at a five. Well, I appreciate. No, it. seriously, no. So I'm like, you're what beautiful. Like, whatever. Thank you. I wasn't trying to fish yeah. Kind of like, yo, what's? I mean, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you probably just gotta let her go. She sounds like a trash person anyway, and dishonest. So yes, not cute. She might be cute, but she sounds dishonest, and that's always grounds for dismissal. I say behavior is like not cute though, because you gotta have an A one personality, or is it just like and lying is like whack. And I'm like, you match me back if you're not interested to say that. No, she was interested. She doesn't think you will remember that time. She's probably embarrassed. True, because I know that there's times you know. That's I personally never go out in any place that I live and go like to attend you know what I mean like white girl wasted never in a place that I live because I'm never gonna let nobody that I may know or run into at any time connect with me (laughs) so it's always when I'm like away you know but now if I'm away and then you still find me I'm still gonna deny it because (laughs) it depends what circle you know me in so she might be like that yeah I'm like whatever so but I'm at a point where I'm like streets or suburb I don't even know if I'm gonna be in it long I'm gonna be like this sucks I'm currently trying to date too um it's hard it's so hard it's like I'm trying to enjoy it but it's just like I don't know I don't mean to be picky I know like I ain't what I used to be before the baby but these dudes are so corny. They're so corny and lame and boring. And I'm like, I am bored. I'm snoozing. Like, Jesus, let's get with the date or spend some money. Like, what is with these guys? I'm like, I'm sorry. If you out here trying to date, you got to have your coins up. What's the point? Yeah, I said it. How Pause. about you men? Where you at? Pause right there. Pause right there. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a priceless segue into our next episode. We're going to talk about best dates, worst dates, and or expectations. Um, I think we know some of our expectations, <laughs> but um, I know we've been talking for a minute, and I appreciate y'all for taking time out of your busy day to join in on this podcast. Um Thank y'all for sharing some of your stories too. Um, because I know 
you know, it takes a lot to be vulnerable, although we know each other. And so we're comfortable with each other. We're, you know, being vulnerable with the rest of the world, aka our moms and our dads who listen to the podcast. So just kidding. Um, anyways, thank y'all. I love y'all. Do y'all have any lasting comments? Tell me, tell me your thoughts on why you feel love and happiness is important. When I'm saying like first thing that comes to mind, not a paragraph, not a sermon. First thing that comes to mind when we say love and happiness. And we're gonna start with Miss T. Go. Ooh, love and happiness is like sharing good food with somebody. Love that. Love that. Miss Tin, go. Invest in yourself. Mm, okay. Love that. Miss Jasmine Love. Also, you're on mute before you start talking. What's the first thing that comes to mind? I've been watching a lot of RuPaul. So RuPaul just uh, is in my ear saying, uh, you better love yourself because who else is going to love you? You better love yourself. When I hear love and happiness, I think of like that summertime love that you would listen to with Al Green's love and happiness. Um, I don't know what that means in today's world, but love that um okay well ladies thank y'all as always i love you i've enjoyed you and we will see y'all next time we as for as for the listeners we hope that you've enjoyed this episode on the streets remember um if you're gonna be in these streets be careful because there's a lot of nonsense and foolishness in these streets um but also if you've decided the streets is for you have fun you know because you know ain't no time like the time when you're young Um, the cul-de-sac shoddy so i appreciate it um and as always remember don't nobody got us like we got us bye